is Doug Green, and I'm the publisher of Telecom Reseller. And today I'm with Harry Brelsford of SMB Nation. Harry, thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure. Well, it's great to be catching up with you. Over the years, I think our readers have probably seen you here and there, different configurations and iterations of SMB Nations, representing <laughs> the different eras of technology. I feel like we've almost grown up together in, uh, in our two originally separate silos, but now we're going to be talking about how they're going to come together actually with the MSP. So, Harry, before we launch into that, what is SMB Nation and what is MSP Rescue? Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 a fair question. So briefly, SMB Nation was born in the uh, the essentially the late '90s. I think I gave it its formal name in 2003, but it it, it was still the same entity. And what occurred was, uh, and some of your listeners will recall that FASBA, the Accounting Standards Board, um, one fine day came to uh, CPA firms, right? The public CPA firms that ha handle public companies for audit and taxation and that kind of thing. And I was with a large one in the Northwest called Clark Newber. Um, Doug, you you might recall there, our competitor was uh, Moss Adams, right? So there were a couple of big players up in the Northwest. And we had a network uh, IT consulting division that I essentially ran on the back of Microsoft Windows Server, Small Business Server, and so on. So in 99, FASPA came down with a ruling based on the, the nonsense over at Anderson and Enron, um, Enron out of Houston. But you may recall there was this real conflict of interest that the audit partners were recommending Anderson Consulting for the IT work, right? And that was a conflict of interest. So the uh, FASPA made um, uh, public uh, accounting firms um, divest of their uh, network consulting practice, their IT consulting practice. So here comes SMB Nation. You know, I took probably 10 clients. Uh, there were many I didn't want. <laughs> you know how that goes. And I, I knew them up front and personal, but I took, I cherry picked 10. And that was the basis. So I carried the bag, Doug. But then along the way, um, this is an, an era where we were all developing communities, right? All of a sudden, user groups turned into communities, and that's what I did. I had a community. I have a community called SMB Nation. We were all enthusiasts and advocates, and now you'd even say influencers. In my case, for one product called Small Business Server, we grew and grew. Um, did a magazine for Microsoft with sixty thousand readers. And it was a hoot. It was all fun and games until 2014 when Microsoft end of life completely. They announced in 12 and by 14, it was totally gone. The product readers, listeners can't see, but I'm pointing the small business server, the product box over my shoulder. And so like everyone in tech, I had to reinvent myself. So, you know, did an analytics startup, uh, have, have done some work in adjacent um, industries. And along comes uh, MSP Rescue as a brand extension. And essentially, uh, that's how we try startups, right? SMB Nation is, uh, Mr. Banker knows my bank account and my people who write me checks write the check to SMB Nation, even though we're doing other work, right? We're a brand extension. Yeah. And 
um, the idea was to respond to customer uh, ask about, uh, you know, getting a little nervous with 23, Harry, getting, you know, I've, I've, I've seen this before, getting a little nervous about the macro and micro economy, macro in particular, uh, what can I do? And I said, well, you know, let's do a one day. Let's do a one day road show and talk about MSP rescue. Doug, I'll end on, we, we basically are loosely playing off of the term bar rescue and restaurant rescue, two popular shows up on cable TV. So we said, let's let's give it a go. And, and here we are. But those shows, you know, there's like drama and the guy comes in and there's like, you know, they smash a couple of dishes or glasses. I'm guessing we, we don't have any of that type of drama, other not, type of drama. Not, not, not yet. Not yet. I've got a couple of advisors who are saying we actually need to have, a, we need to uh, develop services and products surrounding this brand, MSP Rescue. And, 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 and that's exactly right, though, Doug, that I or people on my staff could be embedded inside uh, now, let's be honest, it would be a good size MSP, I'm going to say 5 million and above, that needs some real help, right? We're, we're, we're not going to be the right fit for uh, three guys in a pizza slamming the trunk. Um, but a real MSP that wants to look at uh, strategic alternatives, um, strategic pathways, we're, that's where we're headed. Good question. Harry, yeah, let's break that down. Let's let's dive into that before we even dive into the show itself, because I think what you're trying to tell me is, and what the name indicates is, hey, you know, you might be a very successful MSP, but the tides of change are here, and maybe this is the moment to update that bar. Is is I think that's what you're trying to tell me. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, outside, well. I am. And, and let me give you a better example. Um, at SMB Nation, I grew organically and the phone rang. And, you know, you back in the day, as I like to say, back we in were the there. Day. Yeah. Back, back in the day. And it was just, oh, man, let's go. You know, I literally, when my wife, had, yeah, my wife had her second baby, with all due respect, and we've all been there, but I, I, I went out while she was uh, before discharge. With Harry Jr., I went out and bought a Volvo station wagon. I mean, it, it was a kick in the ass because I wanted a safe car. But, but Doug, that's what that era was. And again, we've all been there. Well, that era's past, okay? <laughs> right. At, at least in the, the games I play. And so the point is, I have an outside board of directors finally with one of my startups. Best thing I ever did. You know, I, I grew SMB Nation organically, and it was just me as the, you know, the, conducting the orchestra, but I didn't have that outside advice. And and that's kind of what MSP Rescue could be viewed as, is, you know, people who are thinking people strategic, they're going to see value in bringing in um, an outside expert to, to do some very specific surgery and, and, then, and then exit. And, you know, that's kind of the Accenture model for the enterprise and the Markham, uh, you know, those huge firms. Um, we, we don't play at the enterprise level, but you get the point. There, there's a role for that and there's a customer for that to embed inside an organization. That's really interesting. Um, now, let's connect that change that occurred with you to the change you're reckoning that, that the MSPs need. 
And so let's dive into the MSP rescue event, the, the launch event, it sounds like, that you're going to have in Chicago. Tell, well, yeah. First of all, big picture, why should I go? I'm running an MSP. Things are okay. We've got lots of orders. Why do I need to go? Yeah, what I what I'm trying to do, and you know, I I I know my customer base, and I honor you know where they're at, and I want to meet them on their journey. But I also want to push them a little bit, Doug. And you and I have had that talk in the past that events should make you a little bit uncomfortable. You're you're the one that taught me that phrase. Um, and so what I'm saying is, you know, g- give me a day, right? Give me a day. If you were in the medical profession or the uh, legal profession, you typically have to do 40 hours of continuing education a year. And I've had the pleasure of being in the same hotel at the same time as these guys. And you kind of poke your head around the corner. And Doug, it's it's a one-day workshop for antitrust lawyers, right? That's That's what they do. And they get eight hours credit. Right. And um, that's what I'm doing with this. This is not... Uh, a 10-minute vendor shootout, you know, those shows, you and I have seen those where, you know, they have six vendors an hour and they come up and pitch, you know, ink cartridge uh, for for printers, okay? That ain't this. this. No, no, I'm trying to think more like an investor road show, uh, continuing education requirement, what's that called, CRE credits um, for professions. Right. right. And 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 that's where my head's at. And so, Doug, even if you're successful, you know, I, I bring a certain uh, background. I, I, I bring my own personal brand. I bring the books I published. You get a free copy of my pocket MBA book, one of my latest ones. So that's the MBA for the rest of us um, that, that really don't need to go get a real MBA. And um, that's why you should, I, I would offer, that's why you should attend. Now, that said, um, it's, I, I think you should go to several shows, right? I'm, I'm not in any way suggesting my one-day workshop is all you go to for the year. You should probably be doing something quarterly, right? It's just how the game's played. <laughs> so, you know, I think you're actually telling me two things, which are very stimulating. One, which is a big picture, is just as in the professions where you're a dentist or a doctor or accountant, whatever you're in, all those professions demand actually ongoing education. Absolutely. Every year, ongoing testing. And they also demand mastery of those topics. You don't just go there and look at your phone for a few minutes and then wander out and have a coffee. Um, And what I think I'm hearing is, is that the rate of technology change cascading over us sort of, mandates us to keep our skills up to date yeah yeah let me give you an example in the afternoon um one of our lectures i'll probably brand it better but today it's called new ideas uh it's a word i've used throughout my career quite frankly i've always innovated my way out of recessions right so uh 2001 uh 2009 through in my industry about 2012 um, the only answer for me as an entrepreneur is to innovate my way out of a recession, right? Because I'm essentially unemployable. You know, my my background just doesn't line up with a J-O-B. <laughs> 
And so you got to innovate your way out. Now I'll answer your question. In the afternoon, we have this thing called New Ideas that spans, you know, a, a prior conversation you and I have had about in a recession, you sell third-party maintenance or extended warranties on hardware because people don't want to do a refresh. But Doug, the hottest topic in the MSP community, in my humble opinion right now, and this is where you really need to be thinking about a little expertise, and, and my one day is going to get you going, is uh, cybersecurity insurance. Okay, and you really need to know what you're talking about with your cut. First of all, you need it as an MSP. Let's let's just back up. Okay, you need it if you can get it. That's part of the conversation. Number two, you can be a referral source to a couple of vendors in our space who are in fact insurance companies. <clears throat> but Doug, again, here's where the education comes in. You cannot cross the line and hold yourself out to be an accredited insurance agent. As, as you know, they, they, they take tests, they get certified. Um, you know, you just can't say I'm an insurance agent and I can sell the consumption of insurance. But in our space, the MSP can refer the small or medium business customer to these chosen companies that will underwrite the cybersecurity insurance policy. And, you know, Doug, it depends on the industry, but look no further than healthcare clients. I mean, now, now we're talking. <laughs> what else will, before we get, dive into some of the, because you open up a lot of interesting doors, we will be talking at, at MSP Rescue about cyber insurance, need for it, the need to sell it, the need your customers have of it. What other co topics will you be covering? What's, a, what's more of the meat on the bone, so to speak? Sure, sure. Well, let's, let's back up. Quickly, uh, let's back up to the beginning of the day. Um, and, and, and this is an important point. We're starting the event at 10 a.m. Uh, you know, we, we, we just, we know our audience. We know the fellas uh, wanna answer some emails. They want a comfortable drive in, you know, and, and so it's-, well, it's, a, it's Let a, me interrupt you for just a second. Let's, let's be very clear. This is a show for people that's very accessible, they can drive in. You're yeah, setting this yeah. up that it's meant for them to drive in. It's it's a local slash regional show. We we I can't imagine someone to fly in for a one day right. because right. Doug, we're coming to your city and we'll get to right. that later. Um, but, but we're coming to your, your town, city. So. You sleep in your bed, you drive right. in. Correct. Just, just like a, a lawyer would say, you know, honey, I got a pop down to the Sears Tower for a one day. Okay, right. fine. Uh, I'll be home for dinner. Um, so soft start at 10 a.m. Uh, the first thing is, uh, and I'll go, I'll go quickly, but the first topic is an academic area now that is called community-led growth. Uh, back, Doug, when I met you and myself and others, we were building quote-unquote communities, and the preferred term today is ecosystem, but um, we were doing community-led growth, right? We were building a community to grow uh, the the ecosystem for vendors and practitioners and 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 other um, service providers to to you know be in this profession, right? Hold themselves out. I always like to say merchant of the trade. The UCC uh, Uniform Commercial Code has a trade called uh, a term called merchant of the trade and. 
what that means legally is that you are an expert in what you do. You hold yourself out to be an expert, right? That's what the UCC assumes when you're, say, I'm an MSP. They're, they're, they're saying, okay, great, you're an expert. And, and go, go back to lecture one on cybersecurity insurance. Once you're an expert, you better have insurance. But so we, we have community-like growth followed by MSP monsters. Um, the second hour is MSP Monsters about taming uh, your internal operations. And Doug, it, it's it's really true. One of our one of the panelists is a CPA that helps her clients, you know, chart of accounts and and all that. But the other is an MSP in Chicago, Paco, um, who's successful. And last year in the fourth quarter, he stopped selling. He said, "Stop, stop selling." We're going to use the holiday season to document all of our standard operating procedures and our workflows. You know, we we've got to scale, right? We've we we've got to get our we've got to tame these MSP monsters because you know, Doug, you and I have grown companies, and if you're not structured and you don't have SOPs, standard operating procedures, and so on. You have staff turnover, you start at ground zero. You know what I'm saying? You can't scale without structure. And that's what MSP monsters are trying to break down. <laughs> MSP monsters. That's a really interesting concept. Now, what yeah. else will we be seeing at the conference, at, at the one-day event? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and again, moving along, um, of course, lunch and uh, opportunity to talk with the vendors. In the afternoon, we have a merger and acquisition uh, forum um, because that's a huge part of the day, Doug. We are an aging demographic, and I can, without naming names, but I could, I could name numerous names of uh, gentlemen who've grown a practice organically, and I'm not being gender, you know, specific, but um, the uh, they're in their mid-50s, late-50s. Uh, they need to get acquired. Okay, you... You, sir, I, someone needs to have a tough talk with you. You need to go get acquired. First of all, MSP uh, M&A is hot, e even now. It's still on fire, and these windows open and close. But, you know, you're just, you're, you're not going to get it to the, you're not scaling. And that's the name of the game with automation and, and, and these tools. <clears throat> you know, you're in the buddy, you're in the buddy business. Okay, you're not in the business business. And, and that's fine, but go get acquired and get on payroll, you know, get, get a little bit of a love tap, an earn out and get on payroll and you can be in the buddy business. Okay. You don't have to run the company. <laughs> that's really interesting. Now, it sounds like what we're doing, what we're talking about is, is updating your skill set personally sort of rearming the company with new ideas and new products and then also really looking at the long term and getting the company possibly in in the type of physical shape for sale or acquisition yeah no fair, yeah yeah fair enough and a lot of the, the the final lecture we've already talked about at the end of the day was new ideas you know there's about 10 of them and your, your favorite, you know, unified communications is certainly hot uh, pandemic and post-pandemic. And, and so the emphasis there is on counter-cyclical opportunities. Um, and, and here's a list of 10 of them. Um, 
and and they're also cyclical but i'm i'm coming at it from you know let's let's plan strategically for uh some volatility would be a nice way to put it in the economy in 23 and and one of that is to have a counter cyclical strategy like cyber's hot I mean, cyber is both cyclical and counter cyclical, cyber insurance and cybersecurity, but you get the point. Well, you know, earlier you made me think of, uh, of, of another connection. You know, at your point, we have a changing economic, we have an uncertain, let's just put it that way, an uncertain economic environment. Uh, we do. More close to home to our silo, we're, we're shifting gears from the easy peasy money of the pandemic where, where we had to move millions of, of people to working out of home to a little bit more of a of a sort of new normal, if you will. So there's a lot of things in play. So you have kind of, I don't call it a storm, but you have lots of change. And what you were saying before made me think of Matt Damon in The Martian, where he says, you know, and I'm not going to quote it exactly because this is a cleaned up video here, but I'm going to have to science the heck out of this. Um, so, you know, what you were saying is, you know, we need, ultimately knowledge and skill and also partnerships and relationships are the key to basically, if we want to move forward with our MSPs. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing sadder than uh, people who uh, a lot of the, a lot of the SMB nation members, um, they can't get out of their own way. I'm I'm trying to think of how to describe it. Right. Well, I always did server side. Well, fine. Right. <laughs> well, maybe here, you know, it's it's a matter of recognizing ourselves. After all, you know, when our different companies came along, we weren't living in a world that no, never had been occupied, right? Uh, people had done had, there were there was a business process before Microsoft came along and created a new business process. Yeah. Right? There was a way of stu- of running an office you know, before, before SMB nation recommend made its recommendations. Uh, now we're moving into an era where maybe office work is not actually done at an office. And, uh, maybe Microsoft is not really a software company. It's a cloud company. The point I'm making is the change is constant, but you're right. I mean, as human beings, it's natural for us to sometimes just lose interest. And I love the analogy that you said about, about the professions, because after all, if you go to a physician and he graduated medical school in 1983, you're kind of hoping that he's updated his skills since 1983. There have been a few new drugs and a few new procedures since then. Well, speaking only for myself, and I'm happy, I'm very public. Uh, you know, my family history when I when I was born, instead of uh, you know, welcome Harry, the sign said, you have snitty DNA, right? I inherited snitty DNA. It's very well documented. I mean, my, my dad's dad died at 40 in Texas. I mean, it's, wow. you know, yeah, yeah. Now, fortunately, the times have changed and, and so on. But the point is, uh, I, I like science. I, I like doctors. Um, yep. I, I, I see them occasionally. Uh, have a couple pills I take at night. Again, happy to share that. Um, and I, I doggone it, I want my doctors to read magazines and journals and go to continuing ed. Let me tell you. <laughs> right. Well, it, we, we, you know, I think maybe a larger picture, and it's easy as mod, as people living in 2023 to lose track of this. 
you know, technology is not just a silo or a name that we assign some company that's in the cloud or even cyber insurance or whatever. Technology really is everywhere, right? It's it's in the car we drive. It's in the co the coffee in your cup was delivered really by technology. There's a lot of technology in that coffee um, that that took it from wherever it was uh, cultivated to put it in your cup. So, um, you know, I think this is really interesting. You know, if uh, with MSP Rescue launching there in Chicago, I understand that you're you're giving some thought to actually having this in many other cities around the yeah. country. Yeah, and, and, and again, in the spirit of transparency, this is really important for your listeners to hear about the current, in, I'll call it investment environment, right? And, <clears throat> and, and I like to kind of frame it up that way. But, <clears throat> you know, you and I were there in the early Microsoft days where you just got these monster annual purchase orders. And, you know, you saw boats down at Shilshul Marina in Seattle from vendors called First Draw. <laughs> okay. The first thing they did was go buy a boat in Shilshul Marina. You know, well, that's gone. You don't you don't see boats called First Draw anymore because you don't have monster POs coming out of the tech sector. And so right. what you have what you have is scrutiny. And I hit it head on. You know, I I, I have great sponsors such as you. And I said, guys, let's just hit it head on. Uh, let's do a pilot in Chicago. Okay. You know, peace. Let's just, we're all in this together. Let's do one city. Chicago has always been good to SMB nation. Um, you know, that's, that's a working city. I mean, that's, that's a good, I, I don't want to live there, but it's a good city. So we pick Chicago. We've got some uh, stakeholders there that are helping us out with uh, logistics and recruiting. And, you know, guys, let's let's talk, right? We're going to finish on Friday. Let me compile the uh, the statistics and the data. Let's talk that following Wednesday because I, I have picked, you know, six, uh, five other cities. So Houston, NorCal, Southern Cal, Denver, um, I think Seattle. I think I'm forgetting exactly where that last one is. But picking pockets that, that make sense to go on the road for the rest of 23 and that's the current investment environment, and and I'm sharing it with you from an events perspective, um, but but Doug, that translates into any business model that's out there. People are they're really into well, let's let's try it, All right? Let's let's do a pilot, right? All right? Let's let's make a test drive. Let's go test drive that car before we buy it. <laughs> well, you know, Harry, as we uh, as we close up and uh, as we we're about to learn a little bit more about how to learn about MSP Rescue and how to get there. You know, it seems to me you're you're inviting all of us really to, to uh, sort of kick the tires of our own car, so to speak. And I think you're also telling us, hey, wake up, everybody. You know, in as much as there are changes happening, which are challenging, there is a giant opportunity here to help our customers, to help ourselves, to really a lot of new adventures. Yeah, yeah. What I'm finding is... And, and maybe, well, speaking for myself, um, post-pandemic and, 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 and just, I, you know, like all of us, I had a lot of time to think, right? And I, I, I learned a lot this last couple of years with my think time. And so for at least me, it's, all, it's about authenticity that, you know, media back in the go-go days, um, 
you know, they, they, they might sell you a show that didn't quite deliver on the number of people you, you, you and I have oh, been to those never shows. Happened. I've ne- oh, I'm shocked. I've never had that happen to me. Gee, <laughs> that's all news. Gee, Harry. Yeah. I can't believe and, you said that. And so that's, that's kind of where I'm coming at it from. And I'd encourage your listeners to have that talk with your customers is, you know, up your authenticity game and, and just guys here, here's the lay of the land. Here's where we're at. Okay. And, and here's what we can do. And, and I'm finding that goes a long way versus, you know, the traditional uh, ring the bell um, at the car lot when you make a sale. Right, that the, the old ring the bell mentality. No, no. <laughs> that's not happening. You mean, you mean that's not a good idea? It was. Well, it was. <laughs> it was right. a good motivator, but. <laughs> I have a feeling if we go to MSP re- Rescue, we're going to learn a lot better, a little bit better techniques than that. So, yeah. uh, Harry, you know, it's been great catching up with you today. Uh, this is really interesting. I'm looking forward to hearing more about how MSP Rescue goes. Um, I'm looking forward to doing some future podcasts with you about your forthcoming uh, roadshow and so on. Where can people learn about MSP Rescue? Where can people learn about how to attend? And where can people learn how to maybe even exhibit at the show too? Yeah, yeah. No, it's very simple. So uh, all one word, MSPRescue.pro. Okay, uh-huh. MSPRescue.pro. It's a vanity domain. And I actually did that on purpose. No, number one, MSP Rescue was somehow mysteriously gone. Okay. And 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 then I got thinking, well, I'm not really .org. You know, I'm not this. I'm not that. And then .pro was available at a very cheap price. And I'm like, you know, that really kind of said that, that, that that's consistent with my messaging about being a profession. Right. So MSP.pro, uh, we're up, we're running. Um, hit me up on LinkedIn and, uh, and, 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 and I can get you a little coupon to, you know, help pay for the gasoline for the one day in Chicago. And, you know, Doug, I'd, I'd end on that pitch. <clears throat> the intent of this event is uh, a regional, we'll call it regional, but Chicagoland. Um, which is a pretty big SMSA. I mean, you're, 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 in my opinion, you're talking about dropping down into Gary, Indiana, uh, southern Wisconsin. You know, maybe we can seduce some people from uh, Michigan to come. But, you know, Chicago's amazing, man. I mean, it's, it's a, well, ask the railroads uh, of yesteryear. It's a hub. <laughs> it's a hub. And, I, you know, I think I, lo- I love Chicago because, also, I think what you're saying is that, you know, it's a very industrially, economically, and demographically diverse city. There's all sorts of activities going on and so on. So it's a great place to launch this kind of thing because the MSPs can cater, might be catering to an industry. They might be catering to airports. They might be catering to retail or warehousing or maybe education and healthcare. Yeah, I can't I can't help but end on a joke about Chicago because you know you and I will recall like in the days Knights Revolt and Kings had the gold like Procter and Gamble, but it's a well known story that a lot of their test marketing was in the Midwest, like literally Peoria, Illinois, 
right? It, it had a reputation with its demographic for uh, consumer packaged goods like Procter & Gamble. I mean, they literally would test market in the Midwest, right? Because the West Coast people are wackadoo. The East Coast people have their own. You, you get the point. Te Texans are a world in the, to themselves, man. <laughs> I won't. I won't even stray into that world. I'm going to stay as no, neutral <laughs> and no comment as possible. But uh, Harry, for now, I, I want to wish you the very best of luck with your forthcoming event. I'm glad we got this chance to uh, spend some time together. Looking forward to our next podcast. But for now, Absolutely. thanks for joining me today. Thank you.